Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're listening to the This Life Podcast with Dr. Drew Pinsky and me, Mike Catherwood. That's right. We're doing it this time. So check it out. Thanks for listening. You live. You live, my friend. Yeah. Hey, buddy. I, uh, good to see you. It's good to see you. It's good to see all our guests. I'll be introducing them in just a second. This is a big show. Big show. Uh-oh. Some weird feedback coming on there. It's not our, feedback. It's our it's producer. It's our producer. Yeah, I know. It's a producer, right. our crack producer. Also, a reminder, uh, Hydrolite, our friends at Hydrolite, you know I love this stuff. Uh our, one of my guests who I'm introducing in a second just took a whole, a whole bunch of this yeah. without fluids. We'll yeah. see how that plays I've out. I've saved people. With, I've saved their lives, I think, with Hydrolite. Which reminds me, I was communicating with our friend Andy, and I should get him to uh, – He's we're working him through some of this stuff. Andy Dick? Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, maybe he could use a little Hydrolite. I'll, yeah, he could uh, use a lot of things. I'll talk to him about that. And uh, also, uh, we have our The Last House Super Living. Uh, you can learn more about them at thelasthouse.net. We just interviewed the program director there, and I was pretty impressed with the guy. It's sort of a no-nonsense sober living, and uh, as a result, no one wants to go because – well, <laughs> right, you know – They'd rather go places that everything's kind and gentle and you you have rocks put on your back and massages and you won't look at the ocean. That's not recovery. I tweeted that the other day after Kevin Spacey checked into the same place that Harvey Weinstein apparently went. And I said, if you like the vibe of a facility, it's probably not the right facility. Right. You should not like your therapist. You should like your therapist. It should be hard work. Speaking of hard work, Ginger Gonzaga, welcome. Oh, there you go. Hi. Thanks for having me. We, we, you and I met Ginger first on uh, the – uh, An orgy? With, no, yep, no. Yep, the show, yep, with, yep, the show with Jim okay. Jeffries. We remember? Legit. 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 Yeah. We mm-hmm. were, I forget what we were doing. We were, <laughs> we were in a radio we show. Were playing, yeah. We were playing yeah. ourselves. You guys playing ourselves. Yourself. And Ginger actually came in and did her line in the studio with us, which yes. was very nice. Yes, I was, was just creeping on both of you. That was very was like, I'll be there that day. So was Jim. That's exactly <laughs> right. How was everybody, Jim? Everybody had in touch with him He just texted me today after ignoring a text for about a month. So we'll wait to text him back. I saw no. him uh, at something recently, and he seemed great. He He's does. got his yeah. wonderful show. He seems happy yes. and healthy. Yeah. Uh, Ginger has an amazing film. I, I went and saw it at a film festival, and I'm telling you, I don't understand why it's not a topic of discussion out there, because it is sort of the film of the year for me oh, as thank a short. You. It, it, not only are you and uh, Jason Ritter amazing acting wise, but the concept to me blew me away. Oh my God. Such a brilliant concept, and then just executed just oh, crazy. Thank you. So you can see that uh, Your Day film. It's called Your Day, yourdayfilm.org. You must go over there and watch it, Mike. I will. Uh, and also, when I say I promise I'll watch something, I actually mean Yay! it. Okay, good. Almost all other promises in my life. Are empty. Just the, the viewing promises are <laughs> yeah. a good one. So if, <laughs> if you want to get something uh, and feel good about with Mike, just don't ask him to do anything except watch something you've recorded. No, but <laughs> my point being, though, if I tell you uh, I'm not going to watch that, you know, I, I mean it. But if I say I promise you I will, I will. Well, normally when I ask you to watch something, you just go, why would I? No, why I say no. That? You go, eat shit and die. Sort of yeah, thing. no, I say fuck you. Oh, yeah. Oftentimes, Drew, because Drew will say nonsense. <laughs> um, also, you've got this new film on Netflix called Dean. Tell yes. us about that. Uh, Dimitri Martin directed it, and it's with Kevin Klein and Mary Steenburgen and Gillian Jacobs and my friend Rory Scovel, and it's great. We won Tribeca. So really, Did you get to work with both Kevin and Gillian? I didn't get to work with Kevin. How it, crazy would that have been? I know. Half of it is in New York, and that's the Kevin Klein side, and then Gillian and I are in the L.A. side. And so. Gillian just did love, right? That was yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I did. A, I got to do a roundtable where I sort of moderated oh, cool. for her. She's, she's great. She's good. Yeah, 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 yeah Because yeah. I think community made her seem like just a certain kind of actress, mm-hmm. and she's got a lot more. She did, she did Sex and Love Addiction, probably the best I've seen on screen. Cause you know what she, in Love. In the series, love, yeah. but she, but she, what she got more than anybody was the self-loathing. 
You yeah, know, that, that that and we and the sabotaging all the stuff. She she just nailed that. That's a, um, that yeah. really yeah. that really is the hardest part of addiction. Yeah, people are always like, well, it's uh, it's the drugs, right? And, that, and I go, <laughs> no. well, I mean, yes, but it's really what it manifests more so than the actual substances. It's like some trainer I, I remember, I think it was Rob McDonald. He said. Working out is just picking shit up and putting it back down. Right. The hard part is having the mental fortitude to really do something. Yes. And the same is with the – not using is not using. Yeah. It's very – big, but it's the things that are attached to that. Uh, the shame and the self-loathing being at the top of the list. That is yeah. definitely the hardest Especially part. Especially when you're sort of slipping and sliding. You know, right. Remember that? People, right. oh, that, that She just got it. I don't know how she got it. I asked her, how'd you do yeah, that? Yeah, because that's like not her history at all. No. Yeah. She went and saw some meetings and she talked to some people. I went, oh, cool. That's it? Yeah. <laughs> you nailed that so well. I, I barely, I was only kind of acutely aware of it because you brought it to life. Yeah. Thought, oh, that is such an important part Do you ever see Shame? Yeah. The movie Shame? Oh, that's no. my favorite movie. Oh. Oh my! Oh, Doctor Drew, you have to no, see that. Oh, come on! What's oh wrong goodness. with you? What's it about? Not only oh, sex, sex addict, I have seen it. Have oh, seen it. So well, not only that, but you get actual shame because you get to see Michael Fassbender's thick, meaty dog. Oh, you, you get shamed. Uh, I get also, shame. you can my. see Ginger on "I'm Dying Up Here." If you have not seen "I'm Dying Up Here," uh, I recommend it. We, Susan, and I watched it religiously as it came out. It's uh, we want more. yeah, we want more. We want season Yay. two as soon as possible. I think it's uh, signed up. Right? Yeah. They're all yeah, they're all good. Same cast yeah. coming back. Everybody coming back. Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's it was the first season was sort of Jim Carrey's experience coming up in the comedy scene, sort of. Right? Yeah. Sort of everybody bringing their stories together. Mm-hmm. It's based off of a book. I'm based off of from Jim's life. So I know what happens to me in season two, which is exciting. <laughs> is it a good thing or a bad thing? It's more fun for my character. Nice, yeah, nice. you did a great job. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of that. <laughs> Watch episode eight. There's a little of that. <laughs> she, she, she did. She did. She had sex high on meth. Yeah, did that about as well. That's as the best way to do it. That's yeah. the best way to do it. So, all right, let's bring our our guests in. The three of us are going to man the ship for a little while. We've got Jude Angelini in here. Oh, Rude yeah. Jude. <laughs> hey man. Hey. His, New book is called. What's the name of it? It's called Hummingbird. Hummingbird. Right. Say what you see. Oh, I it's see right there. there. <laughs> it's right there. Hummingbird. I thought yeah. that's. Then I saw something about a velveteen rabbit. I was reading about. I'm like, well, maybe it's well, about the rabbit. Triumphant uh, follow up to Hyena, which was an excellent, excellent book as well. Uh, you explained to us on Loveline where the name Hyena came from. Made a lot of sense. Right. Where did Hummingbird come from? Well, I was on ketamine on a the couch. There it is. And I was <laughs> yep. trying okay. to figure out what I was going to call this book. <laughs> and uh, I was thinking about hummingbirds and how they're the symbol of joy in a lot of a lot of cultures, and uh, they're like these little magical animals. And then I thought I was like looking at them. I was like thinking about them, and I was like, these motherfuckers work really hard just to stay in the same spot. Yeah. And it, and that's kind of like adulthood. It's like you're searching for joy, but you work hard. Just to maintain float, so it's a play on stagnation and depression. And well, I saw a lot of that in the book. Almost, most that. of the chapters that I was reading ended with that. Like, why am I doing this? Do you think I'd stop? You think it'd be, I'd try something different? Do, yeah. you, do you in this book? I don't. I haven't gotten to the end of it yet. Do, do you? Do I stop? Do you, you try something different? Yeah. Maybe like stopping. I don't know about, it, but it's trying something different is what, I, what I'm hoping. Well, for what for different? You. That's what, what, that's di- what, what do you do different? Like, what do I do different? Like, what move? Uh, Fuck. Cooler chicks? Like, I don't, I don't know. know. What do you yeah, want well, me to you do? Had this long, it. We had this longing one. for smart. Yeah. You had a longing for that in the book, right? Yeah, Somebody yeah, smart. yeah. yeah. And so maybe how would I do that different? How would I find that person? That well, kind they're of too person? smart to fuck with me. That's the whole – that's the rub. <laughs> well, I, I, Catch 22 I, here. That's what I really uh, empathize with in the in the book is that there's a sense that you feel like the the chick that you you long for is way too good for you. In, in your, your in your in your mind, yeah. But at the same time, no, because I'm like I'm better than you, fucking chicks. Like, come on, man. But like, do you really think that when you're actually in the moment? Talking yeah, because I girl? like bootstrap my way up. Yeah. Like I came from the soil, and I'm right here with everybody else. Like I, I value myself. I just don't think they'd be super stoked about me going into K holes all the yeah. time, and I'd be willing to cut that to the weekends or something. Like right now, I'm not doing anything. Like or well, I do GHB, but I even do I ain't do no GHB because I know I had to come holler at y'all, and I got a brand new batch. <laughs> I'm gonna do that shit after I leave. Yeah, 
shit's cloudy as fuck. I want to see what it's like. That makes you buff too. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I can do yeah, mad pushups now. Yeah, I can do way uh, more pushups. Yeah, you can hear Jude on uh, XM Shades, uh, six and forty-five Shade Channel. Also, get the book at hummingbirdbook.com. Read about that, or get it at the usual outlets. Um, t- talk about where you did come from. I don't know if you've ever. I don't know if you and I have ever had that conversation. I really wanted this this hummingbird. I really wanted to. I kind of. I wanted to talk for the for the flyover states, man. Yeah, go ahead. I'm from I'm from the Rust Belt. I'm yeah. from outside of Detroit, Pontiac, Michigan, which is even like Detroit already has an inferior infer, inferiority complex, and then imagine like what the little brother city of Detroit feels like. It was just a redneck, a lot of. You know uh, what's that book they call it with the Kentucky motherfuckers? Um, Hillbilly Elegy. Yeah, it's like Hillbilly Elegy mixed with black people and a, sp- a smattering of Mexicans, and that was that was where I was from. You got them all the way up there, huh? Yeah, Mexicans, bro, huh? bro. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. I thought we cornered the market. Nah, here they got in the Southern California. They got gangs and everything. Yeah, they <laughs> really doing it. Fuck. Yeah. So it was it was like just growing up, uh, growing up in government housing out there. And I wanted I wanted to paint a picture of poverty that that I feel that I feel like the NPR people they they like to fetishize poor black people and poor minorities and they demonize poor white people and I just wanted to show that like we're kind of all in it together and right. uh, they they fetishize and then they say some of the most racist stuff yes. when they say these people can't and those how can you expect these people it's like that's the racist crap I've ever heard out of somebody's it's mouth it's the racism of low expectations that yes. you see yes. I I've I felt that this is can I yes no I just nope. saw that movie I Tanya you're a woman yeah <laughs> no you're no role. talking um, I just saw that movie I Tanya with Margot Robbie based on um, Tony Harding mm, yeah. and it's like a comedy. But it's actually really awful and sad. I like I called it precious, just with ice skating and a right. more fun font. Yeah. The, and I I was so weirded out when I was watching it because uh, all the physical abuse in it and everything is so sad. And then and then I left and I was like, I think people for some reason in a sick way allow this to be a comedy because they're like, ha oh, ha, it's just white trash people. Yeah, like we, for some yeah, reason, laugh, like yeah. it's it was like okay to make it, like for precious, like you had to like call it out and see it what it, what it was. But for some reason, because like. White trash. I don't know why white trash is like for some reason that's funnier. I don't know. I, right. I grew up in Modesto, California, so yeah. like, I feel like yeah, th- they were my grandparents. Yeah, like yeah. and and yeah, I just found that really odd. Like as, it a, is, as it, a culture, I'm trying, I, I'm trying to figure it out. There's got to be a reason because yeah. we, well, because look, I mean, let's not kid ourselves. There's a, a his, large history of white people being in positions of power sure. and being in so, positions well, of yeah. against something. others. It's the same reason why you can watch any sitcom on a network and it's like, my dumb, silly husband, yeah. he, there's no way he could get by without me because I'm a smart woman. If you did it back, if you like a woman was completely incompetent and the wife was just a yeah. dumb bitch sure, and her sure. husband had to help her out in every way, you'd be like, this is the most chauvinistic, horrible the show. show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, But I think that's when you know that we've made it. Like... When people are treated, yeah, f- fairly yeah. for who they are, not like yeah, like it's yo. You, I, I treat everyone like a have fucking you, human have being. You ever met Theo Vaughn? Nah, he 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 has a similar idea that yeah. he's been ch- ch- chanting. He, for a it's while. a different it's a different type of white it's, poverty, it's but it's southern, the same, southern. It a lot of the same kind of issues. I was, and I, look, I just want to speak on poverty though. Yeah. Like yeah. you know what I mean? And it's like and look, well, I, let's hear you salute because the people never the politicians never listen to people that pull up out of poverty. It's the last person they listen to. And and here's the thing. And I I, I didn't go. Th- I'm not indoctrinated by college. You know what I mean? Like I kind of scrapped my way through, so I don't really buy into a liberal agenda. It is no one's going to save you. Save your fucking self. Don't do things that are going to keep you broke. Arrests, teen pregnancies. I feel like ketamine would keep me broke. Go to fucking ketamine can keep you broke. (laughs) (laughs) It got expensive, girl. (laughs) Like yeah, and look like. I, 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 my, my family and my friends. I look around and we, we made like decisions that kept us broke, you know. And I just happened to get lucky and run with that shit. But uh, yeah, we spent money on bullshit. We didn't. Uh, they made fun of us for having books in my neighborhood. They made fun of us for reading. They made fun of us for having plants for eating vegetables. Oh like, my God. like. 
you get shit on for making healthy choices. Right. Like, oh, you think you're too good? You're trying to leave the group? You're trying to leave the group? So they're going to pull you There's, down, pull you back uh, in. Yeah. Which is, which is so strange for me to hear growing up in a neighborhood that was so Chinese. Um, I was very ashamed that I was a terrible student. And people would make fun of you for not studying, for not reading. Like being – it was – there was such a high level of achievement, at least academically. Right. That it was it's, – it's, it was strange to hear like uh, – the opposite being told, like the idea of studying being something to be well, and that's an interesting of. thing because Chinese people are minorities, but yet yep. they have a culture of their culture is a different kind of culture where it's like, yo, you listen to your parents, you get good fucking grades, learn a fucking piano, you know, shit yeah, like it's that, true. <laughs> and they tend to out earn fucking on average, they out earn white motherfuckers. Well, well, somebody has studied this. There's a couple of Yale law professors. She's Chinese, he's Jewish, and they're late Yale yeah. law That's professors. a good combo like- for success. And, and, they, and they were noticing in their classrooms, they were seeing the sudden escalation of certain groups, and they studied, tried to study why these groups. Mormon, Nigerian, Jewish, Chinese. That, that's what they saw in there. And to them, to them, their family of origin, they, they could sort of it made sense to them. So they studied them and they said that a delayed expectation, a delayed gratification, yeah. just delay, 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 delay. Don't get gratified for anything. Just keep delaying it. And then pretty soon just, just the way you live. Mm-hmm. Uh, have a sense of purpose, like a specialness, a purpose. Is there a Filipino thing like that? Well, I, I, that's funny that you say that because I feel like I feel like Asian cultures, it's like delayed gratification. Or like, Everything's delayed. Me. But I feel like my boyfriend's Jewish, and I'm like, your parents just loved you and told you you were good at everything that you did. He's not a real Jew. I, mean, I know. Maybe he's, a, he's some fake Jew. <laughs> they call him a F-A-J, a fake I, I, Jew. Yeah, yeah. I, I, like, in my head, that's, 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 that's I know he's telling you, that's not Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, uh, that's yeah. how I establish my Mexican street cred, because I have a white last name. I'm only half, and, and I obviously don't you know, appear very credible on the streets. But I will say, oh, no, my mom never said anything nice to me ever yeah. and just constantly shit on me. So it's like, okay, you're, I'm in the you're club. one of us. Yeah. Yeah. I think education was the other. I think giving back to the community or something like that. Was, but this purpose and delay were really the biggies. Have a yeah. sense of special purpose in the world. You're going to do something mm. and delay. Gratify. Don't try to gratify. Just work hard. Was strong family in there at all? Because you see, you see. Uh, I'm sure. I, I'm not sure that they measured that, but in Mormons and that, you know, what I mean, yeah, these are all these are yeah. all cultures that value yeah. family. Yeah. Yeah. Let me let me put, generally speaking. Let me tell you a very true story that will kind of put things in perspective. In my hometown. There was such a high Chinese population and Taiwanese population that they actually all collectively agreed five days a week of school, not cutting it. (laughs) And Saturdays they had Chinese Chinese school school. and the San Marino Public School District just agreed. They're like, okay, if you want to go to Chinese school on Saturday so that you can get that extra eight hours of studying and learning, go ahead. And so, I mean, that that just puts in perspective that – they had they well, had they, an idea in, in, in Chinese schools. We had, my kids had friends that went to Chinese school too. Yeah, and it was uh, Chinese language and math. Yeah. That's what they did on Saturday. But uh, Kroll has been chanting family and education, family and education for like 15 years, and he's been eviscerated repeatedly. What about the school to prison price pipeline? You're too naive about this. Poverty is a very complex thing. You've been there. He's been there too, by the way. He came up out of white white poverty. Yeah. What What is your take? What's the solution? Look, man. Let's say let's say it is with let's say let's say it is the worst. You're waiting for the system to save you. You fucking moron. Go get it. And this yeah. is the only way I know out. But I don't know really any don't, other but plan. But if you really don't believe that that's there for you, then, what do you do with that? Well, then you should then be happy being a fucking being a fucking being a, a footstool. It's kind of like Drew and I were having this conversation about like health and nutrition. And we were talking to a guy about nutrition and eating and, and uh, hypergeric. No, no. <laughs> Drew would say, you know, well, well, give me some, give me some ideas of what I could put in a smoothie in the morning. And he would name some. And Drew would say, no, no, you don't understand. I have, I have patients that can't even take one pill a day because yeah. they're, they're not disciplined. And I looked at Drew and I go, well, then those people are going to fucking die. Yeah. Let those Darwinism, people be, you, you can't, expect, you can't imagine how many here. people. Oh, that. But that, yeah. okay. So what? You can't. You can't oh, no, gear that, medicine. I'm not, see, I'm not cool with that. But you can't gear the idea of health and nutrition to the lowest common denominator. You know, I'm talking about the middle. <laughs> that's the problem. I don't think that's the middle. That, 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 mm. I think the middle well, is. The I think the middle is is like elderly. I know this yeah. is bad for me, but I'm gonna. I, I'm just. I worked too hard today. I got kids at home. I'm gonna stop at McDonald's and get some drive-through. I don't think the middle is what. What's a carbohydrate? I think the middle is people that they recognize, look, there's things I could do that could clean up my diet. I just can't do it right now. 
Or yeah, Cultural, like yeah, yeah. Like, or I like to eat like shit. Or yeah. you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, or somebody's <laughs> gonna abuse me if I eat an apple or, or but celery. Like you said, people making fun of you for like having plants or whatever. There's this weird. I'm from Modesto, California, yeah. and I remember even hearing who made Silicon Valley. Who made it? Yeah, my judge. My judge. My judge right. talked about a similar thing. I thought like, you made. I meant you thought you meant the actual like, entity. Uh, Silicon no, Valley no, I mean, like that uh, Bill Gates. Town. I guess I don't know. <laughs> no, but he's. I forget where he's from. But it was similar, and he was saying like, for some reason, when you grow up in. Um, towns like that there's almost like this collective insecurity and then whenever you try something like he was saying like i would make a song and i would do the same thing like i would like do something artistic and it's like there's this collective like insecure um disdain for you that's like yeah. how dare yeah. you well, well there's a word try to not it? like it's, it's act envy. like you're not it's a, envy. yeah it's envy. yeah you're not en- one envy, of us envy is envy is if you have something i want it, it it makes me furious, and I have to cut you down to yes. all size. And jealousy is you have something I want. I want that. I'm mad that I don't have it. I'm going to work hard to get it. I'm jealous you have that. Envy is I'm bringing you down. That's yeah. what keeps women down too, by the way. Envy I know. I another. Just, Team yeah, up, yeah, ladies. Yeah, I see yeah. it. I see it with women all the fuck. It's yeah. like they'll be the first ones talking about being oppressed and then fucking under undercut each other. I'm I like, know. well, shit, I can't save you. Like, yeah. yo, fucking – Figure that shit out. I've been saying for years that's got to stop. It starts when they're twelve, and it does not stop. Why do you think that is? Why do you think women? It's it's in the biology, and they have to they have to acknowledge it, and then not do it. No, yeah, and I say we're the same. We're the same, Drew. No, we're just the same. Little boy, little girl, just the same. If you look at if you look at primates, right, all the way along, all the way through our primate heritage. The female pods will often use shunning behavior yeah, as a way of, of forming units and aggression and, right. and getting people to people other primates to behave the way the group wants them to. So if you're if we were humans evolving on the savanna and all the women got together and shunned one woman and say and her baby, right? They're going to die. They're screwed. Yeah. And they're then dead. You win in the competition. And then the, yeah. so the shunning instinct is deeply ingrained in our evolutionary psychology, our evolutionary biology, really. And so it needs to be like acknowledged when kids are twelve. They need to prepare for it, talk about it. Pre- yeah, I was yeah, yeah I was saying, yo, dude, like getting beat up is one thing, which is like fine growing up getting beat up, that's but like other, girls shitting on each other via three way, like that was like uh, they yeah. were. Hey, did you hear what such and such said about you? And then the other ones listening, the other ones like, on the phone. yo, the, I, it was mind fucking like I at was, a whole nother level. I was talking about it just the other day with Drew. I I, I said, you know, there were certainly. A lot of bullying that I either experienced or doled out uh, growing up. But it was, uh, this guy doesn't like me for some reason. He punched me in the nose. That sucked. But it en- kind of ended there. a little there. more black and white. It really yeah. ended well, there. I mean, I went, what, a broken nose takes two weeks to really kind of readjust. <laughs> I've watched girls calculate exactly yeah. how to hurt a girl the worst yeah. and then just drop a bomb on them right. in front of a party. Yeah. Fr- and Yo. you're just like, what the fuck? I would never, even a guy, I, I hated a guy, I would think like, I'm going to get my toughest friend to help me beat the shit out of him. They wouldn't but be I like, would hey, never... let's, let's all invite her to a party. Let's all invite Mike to a party and pretend like he's not talking whenever he speaks. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you hey, wouldn't Mike, do that. You, the amount of time that they're spending uh, reacting <laughs> Because they're insecure and jealous, they could be making themselves By the, way, the I, dopest. I saw someone do yeah. this to Susan when we were 40. <laughs> Get the fuck out of Yeah, it doesn't serious? end. Am I, am I right? 38, yeah. maybe? Yeah. yeah. Um, but listen, we just watched that to our friend Leanne Tweeden, who's a friend and colleague of ours at KBC. She was the one that came forward about Al Franken last week. And the, the crap she was, was getting crazy. were from women. Every, every single call that was a guy called up to say, wow, she handled herself with great poise, and I'm glad that these things came forward. Um, there was a lot of women that called to say the same thing. But every call that criticized her or somehow eviscerated Leanne for doing what she did was from another woman. And it would always start with, she was a she was a swimsuit model. What does she expect? Oh, yeah, stop right? it. Would it not start uh, with that? What's her face made? Like that article that the girl from Big Bang wrote. I where it's it. like, it's our job. Basically, she was saying like, well... I, this doesn't happen to me because I dress conservatively. And That's what she said. Yeah, my New York Times. Yeah, oh. Look, and I, I remember I yelled about it. Yeah, yeah I was like, girl. listen, you can wear a, a g-string to, and can... nip and pasties to work. It doesn't happen to you because you don't look like that. It's funny that we Margot Robbie could wear a fucking burka. Guys would still be like, oh, excuse me, yeah. can I give you my car? 
<laughs> I feel like we uh, we come up with reasons to like somebody or dislike so uh, look man if it was he was a democrat so they're riding for the fucking democrat you there's know what I mean like, going on too. I, there's a yeah. lot of that yeah, going yeah, on yeah. like it's it's so then you attack <sighs> yeah then you attack well, that, that attack though to me was like I, you kind of expect that one but the one where women were attacking her I was really surprised I think it. but I think it was a veiled thing it's I think it was veiled I think it was they couldn't deal with I don't think there was Republican women calling up fucking. Oh, I'm sure they maybe, were stoked. maybe maybe that's just how they yeah. got their momentum going through that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's just. Could be. I could think be. it's changing though. I will. Say well, that. I think it is too, and I think I think this conversation. It, 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 I look so much of what I think is going on in the women's. Should we call it the women's movement I, now? I, I know, know what to call it. Yeah. This current social winds that are blowing. Yeah. That 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 I really believe this is still the playing out of the '70s. I really believe it. That yeah. I think that I think that the '70s, the whole sexual revolution, happened because we were unhinged from our biology. You heard me say this the other day: birth control pill and antibiotics made it safe to have sex. Yeah, you and do just it. go crazy. You, I mean, it, you would die of a urinary tract infection in 1945 yeah. or 1940. You die of a skin infection. You'd I've die, been dead uh, about 20 you times. Get pelvic <laughs> you die of pelvic inflammatory disease. You die of syphilis. All these things killed you. Yeah. Now it's like, but that's no problem now. And birth control got all under control. Let's go do our thing. It was sort of foisted on adolescents, which they never – adults didn't even think adolescents would follow suit. Yeah. And that was our era. And we were all like, of course we will. Yeah. We talked about it. But nobody talked to the adolescents about what they were up to. And then they foisted it on women. Like, it's, come on. If you're not into this, I mean, what's the matter? You aren't liberated? Yeah, you aren't, what are you, a lame? You, yeah, you aren't, yeah. You're, you're just like a man. We, finally, we got it. We got you free of that sting, silly biology. Be just like <laughs> a man like you are. Yeah. yeah. And then they came along and no one – was trained or no men were educated about the fact that inside some of these women were dying. Well, some of these men are dying. I Look, I've said it a million times. Like, I still – if I was single, I'd still be banging as many girls as I could. But I'd be, be the first guy to admit it almost always never made me feel very good when it was over. There was that – Almost always? Yeah, sometimes I was like, well, that was worth it. <laughs> I mean, as, a, as that guy, I can – like, yo, it's – it's it's weird, man. It's like you find one thing you're good at, so you feel. <laughs> Do you worry that something somebody's gonna come up and say, "Hey, that was not cool"? Or well, the this well. T- on a couple things, I do have a problem with like people giving consent and then taking back consent because they felt bad about it, and that fuck that, dude. Yeah. Like if if you but say then yeah, it's right. yeah. That's yeah. Fuck. you're wording as his. Yeah. Well, that's I'm I'm Hers. well. Yeah. Look, man, I got yo, I got Yelp reviews, man. Like, <laughs> like yo, he's grimy as fuck. He'll eat your asshole on the first day, but he is not a he is that's not. Yeah. That's a real man. Yo, is that, that nervous laughter? Is that nervous laughter yeah. or real laughter, ladies? That was funny. Okay. That was legitimately because I never know. If the women are laughing. Oh, I just like because all the oh, I'm nervous and it makes me uncomfortable. No, that's, no, that's because crazy, yeah. now, like, yeah. that's just speech, saying. 100%. You were not creepy. No, you, but, you, you, know you, have, but you have to be specific for us males to let us no, know. No, you have to be what? specific for you, you bitch ass. It was very clear that was just funny. I Everyone thought, in the room laughed I out loud. So too. Let me I'm, just I'm, apologize ahead of time yeah, for anything. It's all good. Oh, no. no, I'm fine. No, but but that's the thing. It's like, yo, dude. Yeah, that's the crazy shit. Like, I'm I'm writing these books about. Just having like crazy sex and doing a ton of drugs, and people look at me like I'm the scumbag. But it's all these button up motherfuckers that are like, uh, that are either like super anti gay, they're getting butt fucked in the corner, <laughs> or they're fucking the future's female trying to finger bang a knocked out lady and shit. Yeah, like those are the people you got to watch out for. Like, I'm fuck, <laughs> hey. I'm grimy as fuck. I'll tell you that shit. Copy right now. But like, buyer beware. Yeah, that was the uh, that was the original working title <laughs> of his second buyer, book. Buyer beware. No, I'm grimy as fuck. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, the editor, the editors weren't so into that. Yeah, but I told, I was telling Drew just that same thing is that you supp- whenever you suppress something, yeah, yes, always. it squeaks out the outside like stepping on a on a on a cupcake. And that 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 dirty stuff that squeaks out the outside is way worse than it would have been if you would have just openly just do eaten you. the cupcake. You know. Yeah. You know, I ha- this is like kind of a similar like I I always tell like if you're a, if you're in a, a situation and you love somebody and they're into weird shit, just fucking do it with them, man. <laughs> like just because what happens is like I. I know girls whose man, they can't bring themselves to choke them out or dog them in bed or something like that. Guess who they come fuck? Yeah. 
Yeah. Me. The grimy guy. They come fuck me. They go cheat on their man <laughs> with me. I choke them out and send them the fuck home. <laughs> Just do what they like. <laughs> Let it hit, y'all hit me in the head with a shoe. Whatever the fuck you want. If it's going to get you there, it's going to get you there. Like, just fucking be understanding because it's going to... I bet they wouldn't tell them. They're going to express yeah. it but one way or another. that's part of the problem. We won't tell the guy that is not comfortable with that. No, you know what? I think that... that they're, it's a, they're it's a shared responsibility yeah. because there's a there's a bit of shame like shit I, I, it's it's well, extremely intimate to tell somebody what you really well, want well there's a weird thing when if people if that if that kind of if the need for that comes from something that was traumatic in childhood mm-hmm. they split inside between a good self and a bad self and they can only be naughty bad with the grimy dude right and can't even bring themselves to be that way with the other guy that's a quote good Drew what do you do then when it like like doesn't half that shit it like I like degradation and it's not it's towards not towards yourself or towards your partner? anything like I just like and well, it's, but it's that's not what, surprising that what, it came from somewhere but bad that's what, what do you do with that well that's what Louis and Weinstein like too it just came out a different way right that's that's humiliation degradation stuff too so you have to be careful with it again on on receiver and giver yeah you know yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. kind of humiliating yeah, both. for both no that's yeah. absolutely what they were up to I know like I was watching cuckold porn and like my like I had to stop watching it because like it was just it, I was like this is what am I doing like the guy was like jerking off like watching through the window of somebody bang his wife and I'm like man that's it's not gonna get any lower than this like yeah. I, did you, you like that or dislike fuck that? yeah I liked it you I was liked like it. I liked every I, I liked the fact that the one guy was being used as a tool <laughs> I liked the fact that the one guy was used as a chump and I liked the fact that the one chick was dogging them both well, well yeah. the, the reality is nothing to do with your sexuality but the fact that you carry those kinds of feelings around is stuff that's got to be kind of looked at right yeah so like what do you do like how do you what do you do with that you Drew? get you get in a relationship with a therapist who can mm-hmm. really dig into all that stuff with you and make it tolerable and then make that closeness with that person that goes there with you that therapist form a new kind of bond that'll let you try something different that's what i was talking about earlier let you try a different kind of a connection with somebody does that make sense so no, that makes sense. To me. Well, so okay. the therapist mind, mind fucks blown. my girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, in a relationship I mean, with him. I, uh, <laughs> legitimate question though. I mean, yeah. getting circling back to where we even started with Hummingbird. By the way, uh, available at Hummingbird Hummingbird Book. Dot com? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, or Amazon. Any of that shit. All right, available everywhere. Books are sold. Yeah, yeah. book. Um, there is an obvious admission that you know you're living a dangerous lifestyle. You're doing these things, the drugs, the women, whatever it may be. But you, you're a you're a high-functioning fella. You have a good life, too. Yeah. I mean, at least from uh, all uh, my perspective, you're living a, a enjoyable, high-functioning life. You yeah. show up to work every day. You do a damn good job. You yeah. go home. You have a nice place. You have – you know. Yeah. Um, if, if it's manageable, even if it is uh, admittedly maybe self-harm, can there be a middle ground where you just carry that out into the sunset? And Well, it has a name. You call it drug abuse, right? Or substance use, a certain kind of substance use disorder, but it doesn't have to progress. Right. I mean, right? Here's how I look at it. Because you, you're, you're, he, he's he not an, I don't think he's an addict, right? Right. With you, I know he's not. You would go. I know he's not. You know how I know? Because he said, I have a brand new batch of GHB and I really want to do it. But I didn't do it because I have to come here. And me, if I was in my, in my, Active days. phase yeah. would be like, well, no, I have to drink half the bottle before I get there. Yeah, you that's show part up of, fucked up, yeah, right? Yeah. Destroyed. Yeah. He just wouldn't show up. He just be, uh, drank until he passed out, probably. Yeah, well, if I showed up, you might. There might be a moment where I got look like I got shot by a sniper and just <laughs> fucking fall over. Yeah, it's it's a controlled crazy. That's I your guess. GHB. You know what I mean? Right? Like you just yeah, yeah it's control crazy. That is my GHB move. That's yeah. why uh, this tooth is fake. <laughs> I was at wait, a party. hold up, you did GHB and. Oh, I used to drink GHB like like a motherfucker. What like, I mean, like chug it. Like horrible, horrible. It's like I, salt water, like right? Yeah, I feel like I feel like is the way I put it is like if you're blowing a cyborg and then he busts in your mouth and doesn't tell you. <laughs> what, is, what is GHB? Oh, good. Is that what Facebook wants to know? No, I want. Do you want to know? Uh, it's gamma hydroxybutyrate. It's a congener of uh, the sort of Valium-like system in the brain. It binds probably at a different place than Valium, but it's all the GABA. It's a GABAergic medication. So it has sedating properties and causes seizures and causes 
obtundation and sudden drop attacks. I'm like, yeah. of, I was you can do push-ups, more push-ups. Like causes raise, more raise the growth hormone level a bit. I was He's uh, saying all the party in cause agitation, irritability, and <laughs> Which is strike Fun number one. On. Hyperthermic. <laughs> Sounds delightful. Of hyperthermia syndrome. Food is good on it. Food is good. <laughs> can we I was get some a, later? <laughs> I was at a party in Riverside, which is Fuck strike number one. You know, you know, the Oh, judging you. And I went into the stall with my friend to do blow. And next thing I know... I'm face up on the ground, but my face hurts. And he said that we were just looking at each other, and I fell over and face first went in the toilet. Oh, and, just, and this knocked this tooth completely out. So yeah, that's that what my... kept me away from it. I, I to to get out of Michigan, I was working at the I was the uh, bathroom attendant at the gay bar, and it was very popular with homosexuals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it still is. Yeah, yeah. It's it, like it, bodybuilders and all. It's come that? and gone as popularity. They, they see, every once in a while, people start to see it go bad because it can go bad with people. Trust me, you get addicted to it. You can have real serious medical problems, and psychiatric problems. People get delusional and psychotic and all kinds of crazy stuff using too much of it. Man, you're like a buzzkill. I'm just saying. And, and so, <laughs> so, what is, so what happens is that it starts. You know, people start using less of it, and then people forget, and then it comes back again. So, mm. yeah. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, and I've seen motherfuckers turn like baby dinosaur on that bitch, and I'm like, "Whoa, dude! I don't know if I want to do this anymore." They're like straight pterodactyl, like, and then projectile vomit. But then when I tried some, I was like, "Not that bad." It's very hard to dose too. That's like, the, like, that's the thing, yeah, right thimble, there. He, a thimble versus a who knows? Oh my like, god! Yeah, I remember me and my homie was having a circular argument over like I had picked him up some fucking bootleg Vicodin and like that was, and he he wanted his money back. I'm like, well, give me the fucking fake Vic and I'll get you your money back. And he wouldn't do it because he wanted to save it and anyway. Like, so anyway, so we're having a circular argument. My homegirl got tired of waiting for us to get done, and she just grabbed the bottle of G and tried to get on our level, drank a gulp, and fucking, that was, she knocked herself the fuck. I, I've never seen nobody that fucked up. So I'm, like, sitting there monitoring her. Like, I I was upset, like, because I hoped she was all right, but we was also supposed to have sex. So I'm like, God damn it. So, like, I was on Tinder uh, waiting for her to wake wake the fuck up. He's gone for a few hours. By the way, your friend, your friend is a drug addict. He has, he has bootleg, yeah, <laughs> bad full Vicodin, trying to get his money back. But won't let go of it because they're still Vicodin. Yeah. 10% is 10%. I know, right? Jude, to bring it to uh, happier conversation. This was years ago. I, no, I'm sure. Not last sure. week. No. Um, how did you transition from your place in Pontiac, Michigan, and in your position there to you know, becoming a, a, a personality at Shady 45? There was a lot of really interesting kind of stepping stones in between that yeah it was like look man i got i got my start on i kept getting arrested so i was always on probation and stuff like that and i never could leave michigan and i i got out by going on jenny jones for the first time and i was on jenny jones and my that was chicago right yeah that's right yeah. and and i wanted i never left the, the state so i was like i wanted to just go see what a city looked like right and my family was like, what are you fucking doing? Like, we're broke, but we're not white trash. Like, don't do this shit. And I was like, fuck y'all. You wasn't here for me, so I'm going to do what I want to do. How old at this point? I was 20. Okay. Uh, 1920. And uh, I went out there did it. And everything that I pre- everything that my neighborhood prepared me for, like just being able to blaze on one another, we were it was kind of post-racial the way we made our jokes because, like, they would crack white jokes on me. I would crack black jokes right. on them. There was really no guilt involved. Uh, so I, and I didn't know how else to behave. So when a white boy went out on Jenny Jones and like, usually, uh, when black people blaze on white people that they have this white guilt and they're apologizing, there was none of that. And I just was fucking roasting them, like roasting them, no holes barred. And (laughs) like West side of Chicago was like, damn, this motherfucker's raw. Like, it was like, (laughs) fuck bro. Like by the end of the show, they liked me and they just kept bringing me back. But I wasn't getting paid anything. I'd get paid three hundred bucks a show, and uh, you would not even travel. They take care of the travel, okay. but three hundred bucks. Eventually, yeah. I took care of the travel. Yeah, eventually. Yo, and yo, to save money, I'll go crash on someone's couch, and then like my job was to take out their trash and stuff like that, just just to hustle up. Wow. And we were spiking. I was spiking the ratings by a million, but wow. but yeah, people. I, especially you don't younger, have options out there. If you're listening to this right now and you're twenty, you don't understand. Jenny Jones in you know one o'clock in the afternoon in 1994 big deal. was getting seven million viewers. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, not, not only that, but but also the thing I like about a story is the the 
this the grit part. You just do what you got to do to get it done. Just yeah, I was, you, I, I, pick I, a direction I, you go. Yeah, and I like while I was doing that, I would go bathroom attendant, gay bar, fucking wiping down poles at the at the hood strip club. I was a fucking rent a cop. I washed windows. I do whatever it took to get the fuck out of Michigan because I was so insecure about being poor. I felt so fucked up. We we would go places and they would laugh at us or right. we, we would go places and they would follow us around like we we're going to steal. Mm. Uh, I remember I finally got invited to a, like a cool kid party in, um, in, in, in a new money town called Rochester. And as we were driving over there, we got pulled over by the cops because we were driving in a bucket and he told us we couldn't come back to the city again. Well, that's what I, I wonder sometimes is some of the hassles that African-Americans get into is, is a classism more than a racism. Mm. Oh, yeah. we got – yo, my first time in the back of a cop car, I was four. Mm. They was arresting my mom. And oh, do, you, do, you have a, do you have a similar feeling about police? That I'm f- petrified of fucking cops. Yeah. And like I dress like a square, and I and I drive a, a nerdy car. I drive a Volt, and I dress like a square, and I'm still afraid of cops. I mean, I've I've had I've been beat up by the cops. Like this is, cops are cops. Um, and you know what happened after I got beat up by the cops? You know what my family said? They said, "What the fuck were you doing, smarting off to the cops?" Yeah, they got pistols, bro. Like, shut the fuck up. Do what they tell you to do. It's, a, it's right and wrong doesn't matter sometimes, man. It's like survival. Don't get your ass whooped. It's a, it's so weird, like the, the like a, the specific mentality too. It's like I, I got a chance to see it. Certainly, I didn't experience it, and I don't ever want to try to pretend like I did. But my mother grew up uh, not knowing how we're going to eat poor, like re, like legitimate. Yes. We don't know where the next meal is going to when it's going to be poor. And my father was very you know middle class, normal, happy American childhood. And as soon as I started to get branch out in my adulthood and gain my independence and actually start to develop my career and start making, uh, you know, a good amount of money, that, like a happy amount of money, my dad was always like, look into something where you could save this, where you could get something appreciable, be very conservative with it, constantly telling me, don't go buy a new car. You buy, you're fine with you. My mother was like, you could afford a Benz. Go buy it. Mm-hmm. Go buy a Mercedes Benz right now because there's yep. this famine mentality to happiness and money. Yeah, and yet, and it's like, yet I and, and was so scared of anyone outside of our family, maybe even for a second, interpreting that I might be struggling. Right. Like she needed that to mm. show everyone, like, no, 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 I'm not. It's not like I grew up. This he's we, very rich, and, and, and that doesn't that's, just because you grew up with that kind of mentality doesn't mean you're going to respond that way as an adult. That's one way they respond. The other way is the other way, which I had with my dad, which is uh, you're not allowed to buy clothes. And uh, tomorrow, the day the world comes to an end. So, well, that's depression. So start, so start burying stuff in the backyard quick. Is, I don't want to age yeah. you, but isn't that depression era? Yeah, but it's that's still, a different. Well, but he also right? they lost everything and right. really had some questions about eating for a while. Right, it's depression same. era poor is different because it almost happened like a like a well, meteor like hitting. It's right? like the whole society imploded. Maybe right. that yeah. had a different impact. Yeah, it's crazy watching your grandparents and they bring home the. Uh, McDonald's ketchup packets and they got right. all the napkins like, and the bread, wrap the bread. Expired, saving expired yogurt. So that's yeah. your, is that the, the, that's your family's? That's Italians, yeah. Yeah, and, and then it's kind of funny to your point, like both me and my sister grew up in the same situation and I probably make, I make way more money than her and I'm sure we got the same amount of money in the bank account because she is extremely frugal. She will bring everything home with her, and I'm like, fuck that. I got money ball out. I ordered a whole menu. Like, I don't think I've been out to eat under $100 ever now because there's... Because I'm dripping with insecurity, like what? it's 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 a it's just insecurity. Was there ever a, a, an actual shell shock? Like, were you ever at, at a point where you're like, "Wait a second, I can eat till I'm full"? Yeah. Oh my gosh! I like, always ate till I was full because I was a fat ass. Okay. But yeah, it, you know what I'm saying? A little yeah. bit like where you could go to the supermarket and and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, anything I want, I can have." Like that must have been kind of. To, like Strange. eight years, eight years in the series. That's when it was like, oh, I don't have to look. I don't have to look at things that much. Right. Like, I don't have to look at price tags. Where are your parents now? Um, my dad's on welfare, and he's he lives in government housing. And, um, how does he think? Uh, how does he feel about your career? Your it's success? really weird, man. Because he came out here to act, mm-hmm. and he wasn't successful. And it's just, it's, man, it, like it's it's killing me right now just to think about it because it's like. Uh, it's like you, I I don't know, you know, you don't know, like he loves me, but there's, I'm sure there's a bit of. There's a pride there. There's resentment. a bit of resentment. resentment. Yeah. Is there a mental illness on his part? 
Yeah, he's fucking crazy. Yeah, he's a lunatic. It sounds like he's been disabled by something. Yeah, and like the, it runs on that fam- it runs on that side of the family. Like my, you know, there was shock treatment, and like my 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 nani had shock treatment. Okay. My nunu, like I wrote the story I wrote that What's didn't a nunu? even <laughs> nunu's Italian grandfather. <laughs> So like, <laughs> and like you know, they're fuck Nani and Nuno are fuck yeah, this bastardized. But like the story I wrote that didn't they took out of the hyena was like he grew up. They had like a family dog. It was depression era to your point, and uh, the dog eats one of the chickens. Uh oh, the, the grandfather, my great grandfather, Medio comes on. Like, hey, the dog ate a chicken. You know, the, the, he's okay. You know, he has a little pasta, drinks a little fucking jar of wine, goes down and hacks the dog to death with a hatchet. And like that's my that's my Nunu. Like yeah. he's fucking. So he raised my dad, who uh-huh. raised me. And this is what you and this is what you're dealing with. We get softer and softer as it yeah. goes. Less physical abuse in childhood. <laughs> yeah, but I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure you can Filipinos, Mexicans. Like this is peasant. This is like yep. peasant. Mm-hmm. This is. We're, we're these peasants that come to America and then we're expected to behave a different way. And we are. We are behaving a different way. But don't think that two, three generations ago see, we I, weren't fucking shit up. See, I think that's a really interesting observation. I'm, I'm from peasant stock too, completely. Yeah. And, and you are – well, you, she has royalty in her background somewhere. <laughs> but, but Czech royalty – um, but yeah, but that's Czech royalty. Of course, you <laughs> oh, still no. fucking slaughter so bulls. <laughs> still slaughtering Czech. bulls and <laughs> eating, eating with their hands. Yeah, but if destroying <laughs> tigers with oh, their bare on. hands and shit. How yeah. dare you? But but I can it, say it, that when but people the women are when people go <laughs> when <laughs> when people go why are all these white guys mass murderers? I started thinking, well, who do you think? Came over here and then started moving across the country, especially just oh the, my, the wildest of the wild. Who, yeah. who was crazy enough to make it all the way yeah. to the West Coast? Right. Oh my god! Yeah. Right, and the, then those guys maniacs. were mostly white maniacs, right? Yes. And so I think and, and you ever seen Revenant, and the Revenant? Peasant. It's yeah. those dudes. Yeah, yeah. And, and so <laughs> and seriously, it's those fucking those dudes insane are, dudes. You know, they're still their screws are barely tightened down genetically, and if you do something to them, then boom, off it goes. You think so? I suspect. Yeah, and- I and I feel like I don't know so I've been, I've been theorizing this for a while I feel like mental health is only like a well it's like such a first world uh, privilege yeah. to address like in Africa you know you know, there's so much trauma, famine. God knows what is happening to their teens. Well, the environment ha- is so traumatic. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. you know, you're just trying to survive. It's not just the survive. parents. Well, it's not the family's yeah, traumatic. The whole, it's, it's, sure. Where you're living. Yeah. They always, they always, you can go to some small village in Mexico or, or Uganda where yeah. they're, they're suffering. And you say, wow, they have such a much better perspective on life than we do. But at the same time, it could be like certain cancers. And then they're suffering with depression, anxiety. It's just they don't have the doctors oh, to identify it. You know what I'm saying? And it would be the last thing that they can possibly right. deal with because you're just trying to eat first, yeah. protect your family, then maybe get an education. Having purpose. Then maybe realize something's yeah. wrong with How, the fact uh, that, yeah. Then maybe keeping my baby alive, yeah, yeah. making sure she doesn't die. You know? yeah. The, yeah. Well, no, but having like very clearly defined purpose and, and, and daily structure – I do think that's way more along the lines and it's congruent with how we're supposed to live as opposed to – and don't get me wrong. The, the what, freedom, that, what does that mean supposed? The freedom of because the modern th- day. throughout most of human history, that is how we did live. Right, and that's what I'm saying. how we're supposed to live. It's a little bit of a different well, question. Okay, the animal of, of Homo sapien, I'm saying it's a little bit more appropriate for us to thrive that way than to be given – this this immense freedom of like well I can just go and eat whenever I want I can go get a job of what I'm interested in and I can have a place to live that is stable and whereas you know I was watching this you know documentary Werner Herzog made this documentary about uh, uh, Siberian hunters trappers wow and these guys they're they wake up in the morning it's like I wake up I'm gonna go hunt lynx today the end. And I better get home and get home in time to light a fire so that I can keep warm and not die so my family can eat in it. And it was like that is my day and it was structured. And and these guys were supremely happy and so were their wives and so were their kids. And I think that I think that as you know, I, you, you don't even have to get up to change it channel anymore you know what i mean like all of these all of these things that are actually supposed to make us uh make life easier for for us is robbing our joy because for me to be like when i wash windows i scrubbed the window it was dirty 
I clean it. It is now clean. It's instant gratification. I did something. Like, how many people can say, like, I don't, my job now, I don't know if I did something. I go, <laughs> I sit down, I talk into this thing. I don't know if, I don't know if I accomplished a fucking thing. That is the bro. most disappointing aspect of radio, um, is that it just kind of disappears in the ethos, right? Yeah. I, I, I do, and don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to, uh, sign up to go do it again, but, you know, when I sang drywall, when I used to work in a garage, when I used to, there were the, there was a, a very, authentic and very real sense of accomplishment in watching something happen there and getting a tangible result. Psychologists and philosophers who are specifically advocating for that. Yeah. I that's saying that, that – go ahead. Yeah. No, I was just going to say like that's like my gratification if I'm cooking. I'm yeah. like yeah. the art was created it, or to me it's art, you know, or yeah. like the thing no, was No, made. for sure. I, by the way, I, rather, I tried ginger food. I don't know about art. Uh, <laughs> uh, do, you make, do you make Filipino <laughs> food? No. I, my mom's white. I feel like if your mom's white – you, you cook. You cook whatever your mom cooks, right? Yeah, yeah. which is French macarons. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds pretty fucking good. Too. I'm down. Yeah. When I when I was, I remember going like on this uh, on a ket- one of my many ketamine benders, and it was like either you can keep getting the fucking made, or you can get you can get one extra gram per month. So mm-hmm. like, let's just do more more ketamine, and I would clean the house on ketamine. And really, what kind of I think what we miss as as humans is ritual. And there is a ritual in in taking care of yourself. Like people have been cleaning their area since there's been fucking people. And 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 even if your job is to go do like work in the office, like if you clean your crib, like clean your house, make your bed, wash I, the I guess dishes, people scrub say the floor. That, that what what is in your immediate environment is a reflection of how you feel internally. If it's chaotic, oh it's, <laughs> I'm a mess, y'all. John McCain, <laughs> Senator Senator McCain said. Uh, the only thing that brought him solace uh, during his internment was uh, he would get get the chance to shave and he would comb his hair. And he's like, even though I'm only facing my Vietnamese captors, it was I have to still – I'm going to do this, the routine, I mean, the imagine ritual. If you were, again, an anthropologist from Mars and you were just, hmm, let's examine the human animal and see what – they seem to – the space in which they live, they do this yeah. strange <laughs> phenomenon where they take these – linen things and pull them over this padded object they sleep on i mean they just we just that's what we do that's yeah. Yeah. part of our, our our living they See, also other other ones of us come out of other ones vaginas which is insane still to me to this day <laughs> I, I walked into a room with my Talking wife it's insane to ginger too so you're right <laughs> my wife uh-huh. and a, oh, and a, that alien in your body my right. wife and a nurse walked into a room and then th- <laughs> three people came out it's fucking nuts. You just divide it. It's crazy. <laughs> I mean, it's still, I don't, I, we've just gotten so used to that. But I watched a human come out of my wife's pussy. That's <laughs> fucking insane. You watched that shit? Oh, yeah. Did you we did home birth. And, uh, oh, buddy. And uh, I, there, I think. He still hates his daughter. I think, uh, <laughs> I think um, you can watch birth as a man, as a straight man. You can watch the birth and one of two things can happen. You can mm. get a newfound respect for women and and, and an appreciation, and awe, and awe, a little bit yeah, awe, and like yeah. even like find them hotter, you know, find your, or you it ruins it's it for you. And yeah. uh, I uh, luckily was in the in the, the latter. Not, he was going back and, and forth, forth a little, went back and forth a little bit. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. I was I was way in, and like even when it got really bloody and gory, I was still like right there. I was like, this is you've got to be fucking kidding yeah, me. Right? First off, the placenta came out, and I. I mean, I'll admit I was wildly naive. I thought the placenta was like like oh! a silver dollar. It's like a big frisbee. It's a big yeah, meat it's frisbee. Like a second bird. Yeah. yeah. Boom! And it's like, boom! I was like, whoa! I literally went, whoa! <laughs> what do you think about when they eat that shit? I ate it. That you're a cannibal, did bro. You I know. You're a That's fucking cannibal. Exactly he made little did capsules out of it. No, yeah. I did not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I did not. I made smoothies. I made smoothies every morning for my wife out of raw fucking meat, and she no. ate regular. And I drank them. And then twice, I took like a like a quarter size piece, and I cooked it <laughs> no. with onions and mushrooms, no, and I fucking what ate it. What it tastes like? Stop it. It's liver. Just like liver? Yeah. <laughs> But I, you're exactly right. I'm a cannibal, and that's the, the only way guy, like, well, I could legally ever do that. I, I ate human flesh. As yeah, much as he's wanted to his whole life. Yeah, he's yeah. been trying, but it's oh, not yeah. alone. People, all, people trip out that on cannibalism. Nervous. That was uh, nervous laughter. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. Should they draw the line But that was nothing harassing, you know, so that was yeah. nothing harassing. Anything up on Facebook? Any questions or anything? No, no. You guys are doing great. Thank uh, you. No questions. <laughs>
it, Jude and I had a really interesting conversation about the N word last time we were together. It's true. Yeah, and Mike, I don't know what we're just in your about. private life. I'm confused. <laughs> That's what and, Drew, Jude, Jude and Drew were just at the bar. Yeah. Like, hey, no, it's because we've been doing a lot of it on each land. We were. I, I was. I was. You end dropping. No, no. <laughs> actually, the whole thing. Just I didn't know he and I were going to talk about this, but yeah. I filled the audience with black black uh, audience members, and then started having a conversation about what is appropriate. When when should you? And, yeah. and I was schooled just just don't use it. Yeah. Just, it's too packed. It's too the history is too much. It, it, there's there's no good time for it, and that should apply to everybody. Yeah. That, and Jude said, "Well, you got a bunch of fourteen year old white kids now. What are you going to do with that? Right? Isn't that sort I of? I did. Way? I did do that. Also, it's like." Um, yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't think anybody should be able to say, not be able to say something based on the color of their skin. Not be able to say anything. You mean? But but, there, what, but, what, but should you? Should anyone be censored based on their gender well, or skin? It, it's a color. Should anyone be required to speech or against speech? Period. That's a bigger conversation. But this group that I talked to, I did it a couple times. Imagine that a bunch, of, that a bunch of nobody, people would like to control you. Yeah, but we're saying that nobody should use the word black or white or green. But or that, oh no! Yeah, but here's the deal: like that's people took it. They took it back. Well, the thing is, is like, yo, uh, I work that, on a hip hop station. We sell the fuck out of that word. Yeah, that I, word sells fucking albums, bro. Like, do, I, I, and, and I, what I had a problem was like, you want to have it both ways. You want to sell this to this whole group of people. You want their money. You want them to mm-hmm. buy into the culture, but they can't say these words. And look, bro, I don't say the word. Um, people already think I want to be black as it is, so it's like I'm not using it in my everyday uh, in, in my everyday dialogue. But if I'm quoting somebody, if I'm saying the name of a song, I'm not gonna be like. Oh, N words with attitudes. <laughs> like what? No, that's I find that I as an artist I find that disrespectful to do. But the crazy shit is, is like I like there's a there's a girl that calls black people niggers in this book and I write about it. A white a white woman. She's actually she's actually Hispanic. Um and I got flack for some people that for me writing a story right. that fucking happened. Yeah. And, and it's like this, writing about the Civil War and being yeah, like, Hey yeah, dude, how dare me. you? And yeah. it's like, and this is, and that's kind of what it's like. The it's a slippery slope. Yeah. Like I'm in, I'm for freedom. Now you're offending Asians. I'm for freedom of <laughs> freedom of speech, and and it's like, and I think I believe in context. I believe in fucking context. So, like, we I, have we're, to. we're getting very McCarthy esque right now. Right. Yes. <laughs> I, I have not, nor have I ever been a racist. I have not, nor have I ever been <laughs> sex. You know, we're going to be have all this hey, mandated speech. Isn't the Drew, fun- Drew, Jude is right. Um, that's a tongue twister by when I'm saying Drew or Jude. Jude is right that context is important because yeah. so, that's what separates us from children. Yeah. And my well, daughter daughter cannot understand subtleties. She cannot understand nuance. She is a three-year-old. And why do we walk around as full-grown well, adults pretending that everything the, is very monolithic? Same it's, reason we have envy. It's primitive. Yeah. It's primitive. Ugh. We've become rather primitive in a lot of ways. I, and here's the deal. The brains. You, and you were talking about like a luxury and like it is a luxury to police language. This is what the upper echelon is doing to one another. You think broke motherfuckers are down here trying to tell people <laughs> what the fuck to say? Like they don't I, think it was Deal, I think it was Dale Hughley who said – he said only people that are – standing around waiting by their Twitter feed to catch some broadcaster in, in something they find offensive are, are, are people that didn't live through walking on Selma. You know, yeah. like people who don't understand yeah. what real offense yes. and real suffering is. I think some people's great-great-grandparents on every side would be embarrassed by, yeah. their, chil- by, the, by, their, by their offspring right now. Like, they would be embarrassed. Yeah. It's because true. we we have a whole group of weak snitches. All they do is tell on each other. Like I get flagged on Instagram. Like you're you're you're, you're talking about pregnancy. Someone yeah. carried you around for nine months, gave birth to you. Now you telling on people on Instagram. This it's is crazy. your life right now. And and yeah. that that's one thing that crosses all class boundaries. If there's one thing, people are troll ass bitches that are. Living in Malibu, or yeah. were raised on in the gutter. It does. Yeah. Everyone seems to have this desire to shit on people that they've never even met. Tomorrow. My dad asked me instead what instead of working on themselves. Yeah, my dad asked me what's easier. It is. It yeah. is easier to point a finger. I just wonder, yeah, and try to take somebody down. You, what'd your dad say? Uh, my dad asked me what Reddit was, and oh. I said, "Oh, it's where people can go find about something, find out about something that they're really interested in, and then talk shit about it all day." Yeah. <laughs> Ginger, do you get an object of uh, negative stuff? I can't imagine. That's weird. uh, (laughs) You mean like on social media? Yeah, Twitter or something. It's funny. I actually – I feel like maybe because I don't put up stuff that really warrants it. I'm trying to think. 
I don't know. I one time I said uh, when I hosted a show for Hulu, like I called Britney Spears an aging pop star, and I was literally just reading Uh-oh. the teleprompter. Well, that's her army. Came oh, out. the <laughs> army came out, and it was so funny because it turned into this thing where they they were so racist, but no one could get my ethnicity right. So it was like a fun. <laughs> it was like this like whole collection of like uh, people ambi- people yeah. getting their like their uh, ethnic ambiguity is awesome. Yeah, because uh, I've By definitely way, got like I've definitely gotten like you dirty Armenian. Yeah, fuck. And, I'm like, yeah. and I was like, right. Let's try again. Bitches. Speaking of, uh, yeah. of ethnicity, I, I feel like Filipino is a little bit of a sleeper cell right now they are working their asses off and like and demanding a lot of their kids and all that stuff that i was talking about earlier i'm seeing that very much focus in the filipino community yeah I that's mean, why that's the nursing how, thing it's like that's a good uh, job it's a good job yeah go. it, so so my grandma like who almost died the other day because they gave her too much dilaudid that oh, was what happened nice, there nice. but of course she was <laughs> saved because all my aunts were nurses that lived in the hospital and oh. looked at her chart oh nice but i but i grew up all my aunts are tiger moms my filipino aunts my cousins like are all Piano prodigies and yep, the Filipino Ar- yeah. Armenian. You mentioned Armenians, another population of people that really Armenian find their kids. Armenian, the Armenian community, and it's weird. But I think both Filipino and Armenian, unless you grew up in Southern California, you probably don't have any like any idea what that yeah. is all we're about. about. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, would you have Pontiac? Yo, dude, we, there's there's a group of Filipinos. Yeah. In Michigan, and they had the livest fucking parties. I used I to love go there. They do. Oh my so god! Big yo, and I used to try to holler at the girls. They would always shut me down, but I catch them out at the at the mall, and then I could pull them on the side. But <laughs> it was, yeah, it was the best. It and was, it's the cutest accent. It's the funniest. Accent. Well, I I, do, I love Armenians because I grew up in the east side. You know, Drew and I grew up in the same area, so I, I'm very familiar. Had a lot of Armenian friends growing up, and I love it because. It's really the last bastion of hope for the unashamedly macho. Oh. You know, like even like Hispanic grew, yeah. guys, like for the most part, yeah, like Cholos are on the down low now. Yeah. They're just like, hey, I have this something. I'm on my mind. <laughs> like Armenian guys do not give a fuck. Open shirt, hairy chest. That's right, bro. Like, what, what did I want, bro? All fuck the you. cologne. Yeah. yeah. Leaning on a BMW in a parking lot. Macho. Like, Rudy, do you think so? Rudy, oh, you, like, Rudy, come here. Hey, what's up, dog? Hey, hey, do you think Armenians are more macho than, than I don't know what your this buddies? fucking, I don't know what this weirdo sellouts is talking okay, about, dog. Like, I'm, I'm crazy macho, dog. Okay, I know that. I know that about you. I was really surprised to hear. I made my balls into a necklace, dog. I cut them off. Yeah. And my own balls. And huevos. I cut them off. I made, bronze them. And look, yeah. now I have a necklace, dog. But you That's did it. cry during Finding Nemo. Isn't that correct? Uh, shut up. <laughs> and and Finding Dory. Fucking uh, cried. That's, these are real teardrops right here. Not a tattoo, dog. Yeah, yeah. These are real teardrops right there. I remember my first, one of my first friends I had out here was a gay dude, and he took me to a gay bar, and it was the first time I ever saw gay cholos, and yeah. it blew. They were like had the wife beaters and dickies like spooning each other, and it fucking broke my brain. I've never seen it. I was like, what the, where the fuck am I? Like, it just blows up. Yeah, Everybody it was really, yeah. Hope, I hope this has been a mind-expanding conversation yeah. today. Thank you, Jude. It's always a pleasure to talk Thanks to you. Thanks for having me on Get here. the book. It's called Hummingbird. Get it at hummingbirdbook.com. One more time, our friends at The Last House, uh, thelasthouse.net is where you can find out more about that sober living. It's a no-nonsense, just about people who want to get well, Quit looking and at they me, will bro. keep you a year or so. <laughs> yeah, well, if you want to, we can get you over there. Uh, Ginger, what do you want people to do? Oh, my goodness. Oh, watch my film. That's all I care yeah. about right now. Yeah. Your day, yourdayfilm.org. Can you watch and, the film there? Yeah, I posted it. Oh We're my pretty much done with our festival run. God, yeah. it's so good. Everybody, go see it. Yourdayfilm.org. It, it is not just because we love Ginger and and, oh, your, and uh, Ritter. Jason Ritter was so yeah. good. But He's the idea good, of it, it's, it's a really, really, really interesting idea. And, and you've got to... It'll yeah, make, you can't know you what it's about, you will, but then yeah, it'll haunt yeah, you for several it will, days. It will. I, yeah, I'm getting chills <laughs> just thinking about it. All right, then uh, we'll see you all next time. Thank you. Now, there are a lot of factors that lead to recovery and particularly success in recovery, but programs that challenge patients, that don't gratify them, that often is the most effective. And that's what we like about Last House Sober Living in Los Angeles. Last House structured program based on accountability and your actions, living a certain kind of life. Not like those luxury treatment centers that kind of feed the narcissism, entitlement, and selfishness. Last House works to combat the learned helplessness some of these millennials have. Also, device dependency. A lot of places uh, shrink from that one. And the codependent family system that needs a lot of help. The community challenges addicts with disciplinary systems that teaches them consequences for their choices and actions. The program isn't easy. In fact, it's quite difficult. It's supposed to be difficult. It's hard work to recover. Their theory is, much like diamonds, recovered addicts are forged under pressure. 
If you or a loved one is looking for a program that aligns with so many of the characteristics we believe lead to a successful recovery, please have a look at Last House. Learn more, visit thelasthouse.net. Again, that is thelasthouse.net. Visit them today. All right, it is fall and your immune system is about to get tested, everybody. Not only does the changing weather mark the start of cold and flu season, it's also back to school time when kids become walking Petri dishes. While catching something may be inevitable, there is no excuse for letting yourself get dehydrated in the process. So when you're wiped out with cold or flu, the first piece of advice, always to drink plenty of fluids, but we seem to forget that. Now, once you've started feeling dehydrated, it's already too late for water or sports drinks. Rapid rehydration requires the proper balance of sodium, glucose, and water, and nothing gives this like Hydrolyte. Hydrolyte's formulation is based on established, proven science, and it is the simply best rehydration product I've found in this country. Hydrolyte comes in great flavors, orange, berry, lemonade, and it's available in a pre-mixed drink, powder, or what I prefer, those effervescence tablets. You just drop in a glass of water or a bottle of water. Off you go. It's like your own portable IV, but you can do it enterally. Compared to sports drinks, Hydrolyte delivers up to four times the electrolytes with 75% less sugar. Hydrolyte solutions are appropriate for all ages, and each bottle or package includes easy-to-use, easy-to-follow instructions. You can find Hydrolyte at Rite Aid or online at Amazon.com. And for a limited time, our listeners can save 30% on Hydrolyte. Just click the banner on our site, drdrew.com, 30% off. Great deal. Do it. Remember, you can find all these podcasts at drdrew.com. The Dr. Drew Podcast, the This Life Podcast, and the Adam and Drew Podcast, which is available five days a week. Find them all on iTunes and rate us five stars. Subscribe and get it first. And if you're really happy, click on the Amazon banner at drdrew.com to help support the show. We'll thank you for it. If you join the email list via drdrew.com slash contact, we'll send you a weekly infusion newsletter with Dr. Drew's News. We're so grateful when you get in touch. We read all your emails and we'll bring you the subject matter you want to hear about. You live. <laughs>